I Wanna Jump Like Dee Dee, with me, Jar Sibold, is the music podcast that does music a bit differently. I'm talking to some incredible musicians, DJs and producers about how they use an experimental mindset to fuel their own creativity, pursue new challenges, overcome fears, bounce back from mistakes. So what, one positive thing that I've taken away from like the past the past two years is how, um, and this might, might sort of sound obvious, but how big a role like music really plays in creating strong you know, human connections. You know, there's not just the there's not just the music. There's there's the touring as well. You know, meeting fans, meeting bands from all around the world, like-minded people brought together by the music, by you know what they've got to say through the music. Common strong bonds. And I, I'm I'm saying all of this because I first met my guest in 2017 when she came touring from Australia with her band at the time, The Mismade, and they were en route to the world famous rebellion festival and and we saw each other in you know kind of subsequent years before the c word and then bam that was it the c and it, the covid word yeah no yeah yeah i'm not allowed to say it not allowed to say it and, and this is this is this this really kind of like reminded me of that wedding present song you should always keep in touch with your friends yeah and i i think maybe you know just like getting another year on the clock is just making you all all kind of misty eyed and i have no really no real idea now where i'm going with this so i'll just just kind of zip it and welcome my guest who is back at us with even more important things to say through a latest project raising ravens and the fabulous latest ep in my room which is really sort of full of her trademark harmonies Bang on guitar and massive production. So it's big virtual hugs and welcome to Jess Van Lace and Jess. Hello. Great to see you again. Yeah. I think the All last time I saw you, time. we both had a cider in hand. I'm sure we did. Was yeah. It? it was it it would have been been rebellion. I mean, we saw each other you were playing solo down oh. at uh at New Cross. Yeah, at the Unicorn, at was the, it? it? No, it was at the, the Amersham, Amersham Arms. Amersham Arms, that's all right, with Healthy Junkies. And healthy Junkies and stuff, yeah. That, yeah and I think then right. I think then you were heading up to Rebellion. So we saw each other then at, at Rebellion yeah. after that when you were doing, the so, doing solo and also your acoustic. You, I think solo acoustic, wasn't it then? I was, yeah, I was on my own that tour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so that it's been that long. So that was 2019, about three years. Yep, and I've been trying to get back ever since. And yeah, next year, next year, it keeps next being delayed. Yeah, yeah, next April. I um was going to come back in October, but I just the the idea of booking a tour overseas and then having to cancel it. Yeah, getting there and getting sick and having to cancel it and not having the option to rebook it is just d- d- diabolical. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just it's 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 not it's. I mean, there's been no. a lot of bands that have, you know, kind of made plans to come here. I'm sure it's the same the world over, you know. And it's just like, ah, uh, do you know what? This is too hard. This is just not. It, it's it's a it's a. Heartache. Yeah, it's just too much too much um disappointment. So yeah, yeah so April next year, and yeah. hopefully with a whole band. So brilliant. Yeah, it's worth waiting. The album's not coming out till then either. So you're yeah, the first okay. person to know that. So <laughs> yeah, okay, brilliant. Yeah. Wow, there we go. I mean, That's even it. even trying to tour here is like, if you 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 know, all the power to everybody trying, but not for an yeah. album. So yeah, so I'm waiting, but yeah, yeah, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth waiting for. So t- tell us a bit about the about the new album then. Um, so I actually just came from the studio. We've nearly wow. finished. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been go- It's gone on for. 
two and a half years of recording, mm. starting from demos to now and writing. So three years with the writing. And after the Miss Maid broke up, I just sort of went, this is, I just want to do an album. That was the always the goal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, decided to become very single-minded about how I wanted to do it. Got mm. lots of different people involved, all my favourite musicians and stuff, but really wanted to get what I wanted. So, mm. yeah, I'm happy to say that I feel like I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so it's been pretty full on, like we've had lockdowns and, yeah. you know, everything. we've still managed to pull it together. So, yeah, it was mm. more like a bunch of songs, write, demo, get everybody in, then more songs. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to put it out this year. And then we got locked down and everything just went to the shit. Like yeah. my era, I was in one of the worst hit areas where right. for four months we were not allowed to leave our house past nine o'clock. We had choppers over our house every night. Um, my dog has PTSD from the choppers. Like, what were the choppers doing? Like monitoring what you're doing? Monitoring what you're doing and making sure that every single night. So... Wow. Yeah. I mean, they didn't catch me sneaking out and going into the studios. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how we managed to do it. Oh, the truth comes out now. Yeah. Christ I, was, I was, the studio was 500 meters past the, like the, the border. So I was like, you know, we sneak in and we're not allowed Jesus to record, God. but you'd walk in and you'd see people at their outside. Side gym, no masks on, nothing. But for some reason, two people who are in a room yeah. who are not sick, who are fully vaccinated, aren't allowed to do what they like. To so do what they like, yeah. So that's no, no, no. It's it fine. No, it's weird. fine. No, it's totally, totally fine. That's where your CIA training sort of came in handy. Is it sort of like oh, doing all this like really? subversive? you know, kind of tracks over to the studio. Yeah, that's where Ninja oh. Jess comes in. That's where the mismade Jess comes in. I can get over any of your fucking borders. But, yeah, I mean, it, it destroyed my dog because every night she's like, that's what's awful, going man. on? Yeah. Um, like last night someone lit off fireworks and she went into full, like, vigilant, yeah. hyper-vigilant mode. She watches, she guards the toilet while you're on the toilet. Jeez. I don't know what her past life was, but it was pretty fucking hardcore. And she checks me. She checks my mother. She checks every window. If you oh go to the God, toilet, right. she stands guard. And I'm like, oh. But, yeah, it was pretty weird. It was pretty – it was very bad. Yeah. So, so the so – the, so the, like the – so, the, so the songs that you've got on 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 the album, these these been like, I mean, that's quite you know two not two and a half years of of writing. With some some older ones on there as what as well that you didn't no, have the chance. Not, no, no, they're all no, new. All new. Um, the only, yeah, I mean, in my room has I don't look good on paper on it. Yes, I remember that. When yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, when I saw you, that was what I was touring, and that was when the yeah. band was like. I didn't know it was going to break up, but I had a feeling it was. So yeah. for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So I sort yeah. of started doing a solo project as a side thing, just so I had something. And yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah, it's all, it was just, it just came to its natural end. Everybody's mm. lives went in different directions. Yeah. We had a new lineup. The drama left for very good reasons. Mm. And I just wasn't willing to keep trying to reinvent it. It was like yeah. 10 years and it's just like, you know, yeah, you can only yeah. keep changing and reinventing things and bringing new people in so many times before it's yeah. like, well, 
And then we did our last gig and four weeks later, COVID hit. So yeah, it's like the writing's on the wall almost. Yeah. It's like, you know, for the, it's for the best. And we also had the fires here towards of the course, end. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So we couldn't really go any, and it was like, everything is telling you it's time to let it go. So yeah. Yeah. So that I don't look good on paper is the only kind of one that's sort of already been done. But yeah, mm. I mean, I just wrote, I started wrote writing it just before the lockdown and just kept doing it. And it, was the thing that kept me sane and yeah i bet yeah i yeah, mean like, i mean i mean did did, did you know that it, like a solo i mean i know you've got sort of band members but i mean I'm, i think i'm right it's essentially like a solo project it is it is it is a solo and, yeah, that's, project. and you knew what that, that that it was kind of like after after the band that after the miss made that you wanted to go solo that was the i i wanted to i wanted to do an album hmm um, because I've been trying to do that. And although we did that with the Miss Made and it was good, it was two different songwriters. Um, yeah. And I wanted something that had a thread. Um, oh. My producer, Lachlan, has a massive part of it. We've known yeah. each other since we were like 19. We've been working together for years. And yeah. um, so many years, bands have come and people have gone and he's like the consistent <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. It had a lot to do with the, the creation of the songs. Like I wrote the songs, but mm. and then we would just give them to people and then everyone contributes their thing. But yeah, I mean ultimately it's a solo project. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I have to know. say that I, I, have think, to, I have to say sorry, no, go on. I think sometimes you have to get what you want, and the only way to do that is to take it on yourself, you know. Yeah. Like, you can't rely on other people or expect mm. them to be responsible for you getting what you want. And that was yeah, so that yeah. was why. And COVID, for all its fuckery, <laughs> kind yes. of allowed for that to happen because you're that's all you've got. Like I mean, I mean in a in a, in a way, did, did did I mean you know, did kind of COVID you, you know sort of help you it, it you know in a way 100%. kind of decide what you what you wanted. Did it sort of like yeah. make it clearer? Yeah. Well, there was no, there was nobody around. Like, there's no interference. Okay, there's, yeah, no touring, course, yeah. Yeah. there's nothing, and you all you've got is your Literally own is you. imagination. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. um, I mean, after the Miss May broke up, I kind of it was weird because I was like, I'd already decided I was going hermit mode for, for yeah. at least a few months because I know, like, I've been in bands all my life, and I know especially a band like that, that it's like, you know, maybe not the biggest band in the world, but it's certainly encompassed a lot of things and a lot Absolutely. of people. And yeah. I yeah. just like decided I'm going into hermit mode because I don't want to tell mm -hmm. people why. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to explain it. I don't want yeah. to talk about it. It's just, no, you know. totally. And then, I would, then four weeks later it was, you know, we're in lockdown. So. Guess yeah. what? You can't go anywhere anyway. You can't go anywhere. So I've made the right decision. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that's it. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, it's affected everybody sort of differently. And, you, you know, it's it's right that after that length of time, it sounds right that, you know, you just like, okay, I just need to take myself away. I have to do anyway, you know, so fuck it. I'll just I'll make just the do most that of it. And make the most of it and then see, see what, you know, see how my. I see how yeah. I'm feeling. See how my, my mind kind of works. I mean, I've got to say that like the production on in my room from Lachlan, I, I think he's like, I mean, it's outstanding. No, he's amazing. It's, it's just brilliant. It's I really, just really left good. him in the studio about two hours ago, and he looked like he was um, 
deeply engrossed in. I'm like, dude, every time I leave him, I'm like, I can focus on things for a long time, but you're off the fucking off the chart. Like, he doesn't even hear what you're saying. Like he's not focused on what he's doing. And like yesterday I went in there and I was like, oh, so we've got four songs. He's like, four? Isn't there three? I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> That's the fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I just I just go in there and just listen and make sure he's all right and make sure he hasn't gone crazy or anything. Gone crazy and stuff, yeah. So I mean, I'm listening. I mean, we, I mean, like somebody like him. I mean, what, what, what have, what have you, you, you sort of personally learned from, you know, working with somebody like him? Um, he's like my brother. We've known him. Like we worked on my old band, Nitocris, and he's mm. worked on most, most of the things I've done. But um, I don't know. We just, it's, it's rare you find people who you can just do your thing, be yourself, yeah. and you both contribute your thing, and it's never personal. It's always yeah. about the music and yeah i think me, me and him have that same thing where it's like we both want to succeed but ultimately mm. it comes back to the music and it's yeah. gonna be perfect and mm. um yeah i don't know i just love it he's gonna three three weeks will pass i'll be hey man i got some new songs guess what <laughs> <laughs> i'm coming back <laughs> Have you have, you, have yeah. you have you emerged from the cave yet of doing the, those four songs I left you with yeah. <laughs> on that Friday evening? Oh uh, my he, god, he, he can he can take it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I mean I mean you you mentioned about night night of Chris, um, which which if, if I'm not mistaken, you you were kind of like a like a teen when when that when that band started. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, we we formed how, in how high did, school. Yeah. The, the band itself formed in high school, so we were mm. 13. Mm. Uh, myself, the drummer, the other guitarist, and the bass player, Andy, Sarah, and Kira. And mm. then we decided at the at the ripe old age of 15 that we were going to be serious. So we <laughs> advertised for a singer, and we got Morgana, who was three years older than us, and it just exploded. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we survived or whatever, but it lasted for 10 years, and... We just, you know, lived out our dreams and how did how did how, how did how did you how did it all sort of like you know go you know going back to when when you were a kid and you know kind of like what what sort of influenced you and you know what what inspired you to at that age to sort of pick up a guitar and well you know, kind of I mean we loved music like we loved music yeah. and all of us like I was raised by hippies and people who listened to everything my dad yeah. introduced me to Black Sabbath when I was four right like, yeah and we, we were lucky enough to find each other in high school and we we're like yeah fact, there's no there's no all female well there wasn't when we were there what we could see I'm yeah. sure there was and there are but more so now or you know have come to the fore in the last 20 years but mm. there were no he really heavy female or female bands and we were yeah you know partly motivated by the fact that we wanted to play music but also motivated by the fact that we wanted to stir shit <laughs> we were very very good at it <laughs> so yeah was that yeah, was that no, something that was that, was that sure. something that you kind of like, was that something that you, you like, you, you know, when, when you, I'm, I'm always interested like in, you know, kind of like those, those sort of formative influences, you, you know, and obviously, you know, you say you were, you know, your dad introduced you to kind of Black Sabbath. So, you, so from a music side, you, you, you kind of like had that, that kind of intro, like, you know, what, what sort of, 
friends did you did you kind of like hang out with oh, or kind of gravitate everybody. towards? Everybody. We were all stoners and skaters yeah. and, you know, Nirvana was out and people yeah. didn't have phones and yeah, we were yeah. sneaking into bars and clubs. We, like, we snuck in to see Tumbleweed and the Lemonheads when we were, like, 14. And Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things were different then. Life was good then. I it mean, was it's good still then. good. But it was a different thing. You like, you didn't have you didn't have all the distractions you have now. You only had yourself and your friends and mm. what you made of it. So, yeah, there was a lot to influence. It's, yeah, you had to go looking for trouble. But what did I mean? How did you you know? How did you? How was it for you? Get kind of getting getting gigs and stuff like that. I mean, did you sort of come up against you know sort of obstacles? Did you find it sort of fairly easy to well, you know kind got, of get playing? No, we got we were lucky. We got we had one a friend of ours, Marama, who managed us in the beginning, and she got us our first gig. And then we were spotted by another manager who he he saw he happened to be walking past the bar the night his mm. child was born he mm. walked past saw us and then got a phone call that his kid was about to be born and he's like <laughs> what the fuck and so he took us on and he just yeah we just cut loose we were on tour and mm. had gigs and got to play the big day out and we were incredibly fortunate and i guess we were our parents allowed us to do it they didn't stop us or mm. I was going to say, did, I was going to say, did you all sort of get, you know, kind of encouraged to to sort of carry that on? And oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Our parents just didn't care. They were like, go mm. for it. <laughs> just go and, for it and do I it. I mean, they found out. They eventually the the industry found out we were underage. So yeah, we had to like have our manager was our guardian at gigs and mm. yeah, didn't stop us, but. Yeah, and then and then and then and then and then kind of like after that, after that was so was uh, Fireflies, right? Mm. That, was, that was the that was the next one after after. Yep, Nights. and that went for five years, and then we disbanded, mm. and I went solo, but it didn't wasn't really what I wanted. I didn't really know what I wanted. I yeah. didn't, it wasn't how I wanted things to be, and then I. So that sort of trans that morphed into being the mismade, and then it was more, you know, what it was, and and then yeah, man, haven't stopped. <laughs> I haven't stopped with it. Can you hear my dog and my cat? I I, I could I could I could yes. They do every time there's an interview, they come out and they do this. It's <laughs> Cyril and Brown, who you would have seen on Facebook. You're not famous. They're trying to get famous. <laughs> Brown. Come say hello. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. We got a guest. Brownie, come here. No, she's just being a no, dickhead. She's, she's just, just playing around. Just playing yeah, around. They're just, they're just fucking around. They want, I don't know what, they want something. They always want something. <laughs> yeah. So, so did, did, I, did I see that uh, you, you did, um, you, you, you played with Jill the other night, Jill Jackson the other night? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. really, it was really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Thing. Um, yeah, we Jill hadn't played a gig in nearly 10 years. Oh, wow. And um, how it happened was like a few in January, we were meant to do um, the launch for In My Room, and our bass player had just started working in aged care. And that was mm. when they decided the government decided they'd let it rip here. So suddenly yeah. we went from like a thousand cases to 25,000 cases a day. 
I was like, was, well, she can't yeah. do the gig. Like, she had good reason for not doing it. And I was like, well, I'll just make it into a crazy variety show. <laughs> so I rang Jill and I'm like, hey, man, you want to get up? And me and Scotty, who's playing with us at the moment, um, he's playing with the band and on the mm. recording for the last three or four songs, um, me and him had to put pull it together <laughs> to wow. do that that. That, that thing with just a drummer and a guitarist, which was pretty fucking weird, but we still pulled it off. We're both still laughing about it because it was kind of a, a hot mess of a train wreck that was still good, but, you know, you got to make the most of what you got. And that was how Jill sort of came in and I was like, you want to do another gig? And, yeah, so it was fun. What, it was fun. What, it, it was a what did that vibe. What did that sort of feel like going, going back to that after after, you know, sort of such a long time? Um, it was com- felt completely normal. Did it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird. I mean, we've seen each other a couple of times over the years, but we haven't played together in fifteen years. Yeah. Um, we both did our own set, and then we played together at the end, and it was very good. It was really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I still yeah. have a smile on my face from it, and um, yeah, the crowd was really good. It was full, and everyone was wasted, and yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, I, I got um I uh, lost like my best friend when I was at school I sort of lost touch with him for oh, I mean probably double that probably about like 30 years or something like that you know just yeah. one of those things and and like often over the years I'd sort of you know thought about him and I'd no way of really getting in touch and um you know he starts like, you know as you get older start to sort of regret it a bit you know think oh you know then you start to look at I start to look at myself and like what you know do I lose touch with people too easily and stuff like that? Because when I, I got back in touch with them about two years ago, in fact, just just before COVID actually, and and it was like you said, it was just like it just went straight back into it. Was just like we were kind of eighteen again. Yeah, you know, it was just well, like we never kind friends. of lost it totally. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, that's yeah. like that's the same with me and Jewel. We we went through a lot of shit together, and yeah, yeah. Nah, it's good to have her back. We'll do another couple of shows later in the year. It was, yeah. it was very good. We're both really fucking loud singers. Um, yeah. So it was, and that was our thing. That was the thing. And, yeah, we, it felt good to sing with someone so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Little pocket rocket. She's not very big. She's not a fucking loud voice, man. So good. So good. It's like, yeah, good competition. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yes, yeah. Yeah, it's been a strange week. <laughs> how how do, like uh, I mean over over you know kind of well not just not just sort of over lockdown but um you know what what do you you know for your kind of songwriting and sort of creativity I mean how do how do you kind of keep you you know kind of keep that that go, that creativity going I mean do you, at times when you're just like thinking fuck it, there's there's nothing in the tank now and or are, well, are you just always is it just always there for you? Well, I feel a little bit like that now, to be honest. Um, and I don't feel like I'm like in a block or anything, but I definitely, mm. I mean, I had, the band had just broken up. We were in a lockdown. I'd started mm. working in mental health, all mm. sorts of other stuff. I, I draw inspiration from living, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure by the end of the 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 next adventure of getting this album out, there'll be a whole bunch of new stuff to write about. But yeah, like I don't feel like I don't have anything to say, but 
I mm. just, yeah, I feel like you have to live to write. Yeah. And it, um, yeah, so I had a lot to draw on. <laughs> I feel yes. like I've, I've sucked it dry. It's a heavy album. It's not a lightweight album at all. It's mm. not, you know, it's um about a lot of things, death and life and, um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to kind of process it, you know. Um, I've, yeah, a lot of it's about not taking things for granted and also mm. there's a lot of politics in it, but, you know, more human politics than you know government politics and yeah yeah, yeah. What, what do you what do you find you find that like with the the kind of the human politics and the and the kind of like the the the, the life this is like you know the these are kind of perhaps things that you know writing about things that you can change or people you know people listening can make changes in their own life to just well, I make think we all need to make place. changes and i think if covid's mm. taught us anything i think I think there's a lesson to be drawn from that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we're so much more connected than we realise yeah. and where it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you're still somehow connected. And when you cut mm. that, when you cut that connection, mm. everybody goes crazy and they're not yeah. supposed to. Um, I mean, I've never taken anything for granted, in my opinion. I'm yeah. one of those people that... I, you know, I always try to see my friends and I don't like mm. the messenger thing and, you know, and mm. I've had a lot of people, I've lost a lot of friends through lots of reason through, well, they've, they've, they've gone. So, mm. I, you know, but I think that it's become something that we've all had to really yeah, understand that <coughs> nothing lasts forever, you know. So, yeah. so make the most of what you have and you know i'm sure my oh, there's a lot of my friends who think i'm a weirdo because i'm like hey i'm coming to see you and it's like hmm? you know yeah yeah people no, so you people get so used to messenger and that one dimensional kind of thing yeah. that it's like totally. never take don't take nobody for granted anyone can be gone you know and yeah I, I wonder if i wonder if i don't know i mean it's hard it's hard to sort of work out sometimes whether you, you know there is some you know, sort of change going on because you, 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 you know, when you f- follow people on, you know, I know you follow people on Twitter and follow people on Instagram, you, you tend to sort of like follow people that you, that I don't know, in a way that kind of agree with what you say. You've got your friends and then you follow people that agree with what you say, you know, because you don't want to yeah. be following like, you know, wankers yeah. or anything like that. But it does feel like, you know, there's, there is a bit of a, like you said, you know, this, this sort of pushback against, um, you know, or, or get, getting back to some sort of humanity. I mean, it's slow, isn't it? You know, and it's a, it's a, it's a slow kind of thing, and it's hard to change years of, you know, the way that this this world has been. But mm. yeah, I, I think um, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I I try not to get rid of too many people on social media, but mm. I have to admit there are a few people I'm friends with that I actually had to make the decision that I would rather delete you and stay friends with you than continue to watch a lot of what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, over the last two years, that's pretty much all we've had in yeah. terms of being able to connect, but I don't know. Look, I've had my moments 
throughout it where I've lost my shit, put shit yeah. up there that I regret. But I've I've tried to kind of yeah. not do that because yeah. you can't have a conversation, you can't argue a point, you don't really know where somebody is or yeah. you know. I know. Um, yeah, it's been a tough couple of years. I know a lot of people. One of the songs on the album is called Unheard. U N H E R D. Unheard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I wrote towards the end of our last lockdown, where it was just honestly fucking insane how much everyone mm. was fighting and like mm. people who you've been friends with for years you suddenly hate. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that on both sides, like the vaccination yeah. thing, the thing, you know, but to me that just brings home the fact that you're not meant to be separated, you know, mm, but no. you had to be. So, yeah, um, I think it's That's easy a, to, actually, like you said, it's easy to listen to people who agree with you. Yeah. Um, like that's what the song's about because mm. we're not all going to agree. We're not all in the same situation. Like I was locked down. I still had a job. You know yeah. what I mean? So I had a job that I could do here. I live in a big house with a yard and my pets and my cat. I live with my mother and I'm yeah. not ashamed of it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> um, but totally. I had my family and I had a job. You know what yeah. I mean? So no mm. matter how shit it was, I had a few moments where I was like, man, I'm going to fucking lose my shit if I mm. all I can do is walk around the block. But still, mm. it's nothing compared to what a lot of people say, you know. You've got to try and see other people's perspectives, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting over the next year to see how people reconnect. And mm. yeah, I mean, I've it- had confrontations with friends and I'm like, dude, I'm like, mm. I just can't watch the whole. I think it's, I think it's a really good, really good point you made there about the, um, you know, that when you said, you know, the, it, it kind of reinforces that we're meant to be together. You know, yeah. like, you know, as humans, we're kind of social animals, and we sometimes, I think, it's a, that's a really good point. Sometimes we sort of forget that, and 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 lose it, and, and almost like sort of think you're either this or this, and it's like there's there's nothing in between. Well, of course there is. There's everything. There's kind masses of, like, in of between. everything in between. It's just everything. And and when you can't be together, that that's what happens. You 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 because we, <clears throat> like human beings, we sort of compartmentalize things. It's like it's like with like genres in music, like when you go into a record store and it's either in the blues section or it's in the rock section or it's in the hip hop section and stuff like that. Yeah. And nowadays there's so much more kind of like crossing over. I mean, you, you know, you, for example, you know, with, with you know, let's take the Mismade, for example, you kind of crossed over between, you know, the sort of the rock and the, and punk, you know, and, yeah. and, and there's a lot, there's, there's tons of that sort of stuff happening now, which sort of shows that I know that's like a, it's going away from the point, but it's we, we compartmentalize things, and I think that's what we've been doing when we haven't been able to be together. Well, I mean, that also most of your communication is not it's not written down, it's non verbal. Yeah, you can't see yeah. people, you just yeah. you know, you can't. Mm. Like I said, like in the last few months, I've you know got a new few new friends and stuff. Well, they're not new, but now we're able to hang out together and we live together in the same area, and yeah. it's like. You, you never take for granted the fact that you can ring your friend up and go, "Hey, come over for dinner." The next yeah. minute, you're on your on my veranda listening to fucking God knows what drunk yeah. on a Thursday night. Uh, yeah. You can't replace that. You cannot replace totally. that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't have that kind of connection, and it doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with people. But mm. yeah, you can never really know somebody else's situation. You know. 
I don't yeah. know. I try. I try to be fair. I mean, you know. Yeah. Look. Yeah. It's a huge. It's a huge topic. <laughs> it's a, it's a massive topic, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, like with with the, I'm I'm most like interested in um, you know we have we have the, like the you know things that influences like the you know the big things. There's there's obviously you know kind of people, but also like you you kind of you know where you live you you kind of like environment you know the oh, 100%. So, for, so, for, so, for, so for you like the, the, the city i mean irrespective of whether you live in the city but you know that that kind of connection to the city i mean what what i mean what what do you think that has sort of given you over you know in terms well, of the, um yeah i mean like i don't want to keep talking about lockdowns but let's face it that's what we've been in my my mm. thing is i can handle being on my own mm. i don't mind being on my own I'm pretty. Mm. Um, I like um, if I have a project or whatever, or I have my pets, my dogs, I can handle that. But the thing I struggled with the most <laughs> was not being able to leave and yeah. being stuck in the one place. So I'm like, mm. I've been on the road since I was like 15, and yeah. so yeah. I mean, when you talk about the city, like one of the good things I notice of being in this area, which I'm kind of out of the city, I'm not that far, but we're we're in a weird, very multicultural kind of area that's a bit outside of where everything happens and yeah i know that like it was funny with the lockdown because you go on your walk and you'd see all these people that you never fucking see my my friend ash who um is amazing ash Asage, yeah. one of her things and such a such a sounds like such a minor fucking thing but it's like have you noticed all the dogs all yeah. these dogs you go out and there's all these fucking dogs people walking <laughs> their dogs who yeah. ever saw this stuff? Like, <laughs> who knew? And like, animals through lockdown as well, you know. So there's like the your city and your environment, but it's when you when you walk around and you kind of can you're restricted to one area, you notice a lot of things mm, and you see all these true. people and like yeah. we everyone became best friends with the guy at the servo, poor <laughs> Joseph down the servo, who became everyone's counselor because nobody yeah. could go anywhere. Could go anywhere, so yeah. Poor, and I went in there one night and he had like three people lined up behind him. Oh, and God. they're not they're not even getting anything. They're just talking to they're poor guy. Talking. He's like, oh God. <laughs> he's like, hey, he's like, Christ, I need some, my own counseling. Mate, we had some amazing debates at the servo at like one oh, o'clock in the morning. And yeah, it, you know, so your city where you are, you know, yeah, it's it's been very strange. <laughs> But yeah, the dog thing. The dog thing was weird, and it's like, where were they before? Where were all these dogs? I never fucking saw them. Like, yeah, these people yeah. never walk their dogs or anything. Like, oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I guess I, I try not to be too. Influ- I'm more influenced by people and by people. what I see than than one location. And yeah, mm. I miss the touring for that because so much happens, and you have. <clears throat> You know, I miss being over there in Europe and the UK because it's just it's like in you're in another planet. None of yeah. your problems, your your problems are not there. Your They're problems there, are different. Yeah. Your problems are like, how am I going to get up and you know generally get the band to get on a flight when they've been yeah. out partying for three days? My problems <clears throat> are immediate. They're not, you know. <laughs> How do how do you like when you when you sort of come back from those from those sort of tours that are that are kind of like amazing? Where uh, uh, yeah, how do you handle it when you get back? Oh fuck! It takes weeks <laughs> to come back. 
Does it? Yeah. Weeks. Yeah. It takes weeks. Like you come back and the the jet. I don't know if you've ever been to Australia. Never been that but far. The, no. The, the jet lag from here to where you are is brutal. Yeah. Like yeah. it takes it takes me about three or four days to recover just from the body clock. Yeah, the physical. And so stuff. when you come back from a tour to here, it's 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 really crazy because. Mm. Everything you're so used to everything moving, and mm. you know, you come back and you get this crazy jet lag. The first time I toured UK and Europe, I came back and I was waking up and I'd see my cat in my room, and I was like, Why the fuck is there a cat in my hotel room? And where am I? Who are the oh, fuck? That's right. <laughs> Why everything's a different color, like, yeah, but it's all worth it. It's totally worth it. But yeah, there's definitely a come down. You do get like a sensory deprivation when mm. you come back because you're so used to everything's moving and then suddenly that it's just quiet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. So it's pretty weird. Well, you said you said that you um I mean you've told me this before that you 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 work in mental health. Um Yeah. So the so so that as that have you have you always done that or done that for quite quite no, a while I, I started doing that the last time i saw you um yeah. i arranged a job that i wasn't well i mean look i, I have an honors degree in communications and i've been in a band yeah. for fucking 30 years so i've probably got yeah. a better idea about mental health than most people do people, yes. i've never worked in it and when i was over there the last time um there was some family stuff and I was like, I need to get a proper job. I'd done the certificate and everything. And I knew that yeah. that's what I wanted to do. And my friend gave me a job working in this, um, in a, in a day center for people mm. with mental health problems. And so mm. I came off the plane from that tour and then five days later started a job in mental health that yeah. I really wasn't qualified for. Mm. Um, the best thing I ever did walked in yeah. I was like, fuck, what is going on here? The, yeah. the staff didn't even know I was going to be working there. I just walked oh in. I'm like, God. hey, I'm here. And out of pure <laughs> luck, there was a band there. There was a, a singer, a guitarist, a singer, a bass player, and a drummer, all within the people we cared for. And so wow. we together we built this band room. We started this band, and it was amazing. Yeah. So Wow. Um, but yeah, I like I've stayed in it and yeah, I feel strongly about it. It's pretty hard. It's a hard mm. job. Yeah. I now I don't work with people one-on-one -on -one anymore. I do a lot of the admin stuff. So mm. a lot of advocacy stuff and yeah. you can imagine, yeah, it gets, it's getting worse and worse and harder and harder for people, but yeah, mm. it's good. It's good when you get the wins where you get people what they deserve. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah, again, through the lockdown, it was very, very hard because I was working mm. from home. So, And when we got locked down, we got all these new people out of the blue. I was like, yeah. fuck. So, um, yeah, but no, I really like them. It certainly teaches you um, how f that you have nothing to complain about. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I don't, you know, no matter how hard things have got, I um yeah have nothing to complain about. You mm. know, there's a lot of people that have it a lot harder than anyone's aware of. You know, mm. and yeah, it's an invisible kind of illness thing. I don't know. Yeah, they don't have a very good time. There's not a lot of help for people. So 
Yeah, I like them. I like them. <laughs> we get along. <laughs> well, I mean, how have you, how have you sort of like managed your, your own mental health? You, you know, in the well, terms of sort of resilience and you know, kind of sort of coping with with stuff over the years. Over the last two years, I have to say that being able to record was the yeah, major was the thing. thing for me because yeah. the the week before we locked down, we finished all the drums and the bass and. Um, I knew, I don't know how I knew, but I knew it was about to get really bad. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, we're finishing it today. And mm. thankfully, yes, because a week later we got completely locked down, no warning, nothing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I don't really care if anyone knows during the four months of that because we'd done all those tracking, me and Lachlan were able to sneak into the studio, the studio. Yeah. with our masks <laughs> over, the fucking, <laughs> over the Mexican border, the border of the inner west and Canterbury. Um, with a, yeah, with so a little I, sort of like middle finger as you're going in through the door. Fuck you. We, yeah. we, well, we as got you're in walking here. past all the <laughs> yes. people at the gym and stuff who were oh, able to God. do what they like. Yeah. But, yeah, i got to admit that, that that movies, my pets, my dog, like mm. every day I had to go out. Mm. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, towards the end, it got really bad for me. Like I found it difficult. Mm. I was like starting to, you can only be like alone for that long. Yeah. Before yeah. You start to get repetitive thoughts and negative yeah, thoughts that you can't, you have nothing to break it up. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, towards the end, I struggled towards the end, but I did other things like we had like zoom parties and stuff. And mm. I did a few online gigs with Blackie from the hard ons. Yeah. 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 You obviously no. Cause I saw yeah. you did an interview with Ray. So yeah. yeah, Blackie and I, Blackie and I kind of teamed up through the last two years with, mm. I don't know. We're both crazy Aries people that need to be doing things, and he's always willing to play. So we did play, lots yeah. of online gigs that were pretty funny, and yeah, I taught him how to do go live and stuff, which was pretty hilarious because <laughs> frustration level <laughs> ten. He's like, I can't fucking do it. I'm like, yes, you can. Be <laughs> fine. So you know, yeah, just trying to stay connected with people, and you know, yeah. I don't know. How, did, how did how did you? I mean, I mean at that at that time, I guess doing those those kind of like online gigs was it was kind of like a revelation at the time, wasn't it? It's like oh, wow, this is this is so different. But now it it's is. kind of like you know. Oh no! But let's be honest. Nobody wants to do online gigs. No, it's fucking no. bullshit. If you think you want to do online gigs, you're crazy. Yeah. But it it was enough to keep people it was going. enough wasn't it and, yeah. and it's to keep you occupied and have things to look forward to and you know yeah um yeah i think <laughs> it's a lot of you know people like me and older generation that have gone fuck i know how to use do online stuff now i made i learned how to make film clips made a film clip through it yeah yeah i filmed the last recording session and i was again i was glad i did that cuz i had enough footage to piece together the video clip for malaise which i don't know if you've seen but yeah. yeah so i just yeah just tried to keep myself occupied and i think they did i think they really sort of served it served a purpose i mean i, I remember like i did this um <clears throat> part of this this sort of arts lab with um amongst other sort of youth from killing joke and we did this like back in may between may and june july we did a did a couple of these sort of online festivals you know running you know kind of like about 18 hours 
didn't was, see any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 I mean, it was it was funny because it was. I think the first one was we we just for this arts lab we'd just done a like a physical event in London on beginning of February, and then literally probably what are we talking about? Sort of six weeks later, everything was locked down. Six seven weeks later, everything was sort of locked down. So we we're like. We just hadn't planned on doing no. anything but physical events, you know. It's like so, so we 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 came up with this this idea of doing this online thing, and we had no idea what we were doing. Like, <laughs> I have no you, idea. Don't worry, you're not alone. Should we just do a festival? It's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Who's going to do it? Well, I don't know. Uh, but it it kind of worked, and we, we had like um, there's all these different things, like sort of you know chats like this and there were there was sort of then in the evening there was sort of djs playing where they they got their setup at, at home and they were just doing these djs like an hour dj set he was he was out in spain did one from his from his recording studio in spain yeah. and it was just unbelievable and and, and <clears throat> you know and then it was just like it was just such a different thing it was just like wow i can't believe we did this yeah it's crazy and the funny thing is no one will ever do it again so. no no, he's like, no. okay, well, people, should we do, should we, it came to like September where here in the UK, things started to open yeah, up and a bit. So it's like, nobody's going to do that. Yeah. No, no, nobody wants to do that. But it, like, you know, if it keeps you going and you learn some new skills and, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you make the most of what you got, I'd say, you know. I sort of, I sort of learned how to sort of post some stuff on Facebook and and how to get it wrong and then have to sort of delete it and think, oh, fuck, oh, shit, that's gone wrong. No, no, that's not that one. And then there's people saying, I thought this was on at this time. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. Well, oh, hopefully we're at the end of it, I'd say. Yeah. But- yeah. What, what's this? I mean, um, so, so, so for you, kind of gigs are, gigs are coming back now and you, you've, done a, you've done a few. Hopefully yeah. more coming. Yeah, so we have like one gig a month um, for the next couple of months, um, which is, you know, the way it's worked out, but it's also strategic on my part because, like, every week somebody gets sick. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to be booking a tour until the end of the year because I already made that mistake last year. And, like, having to postpone and cancel is just bullshit. So yeah, yeah, so there's gigs coming back and everything. I mean, we're we're about to hit winter here, so mm. I guess we'll see. But I, I, we won't get locked down again. It's yeah. everybody. It's every man for himself now. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I'm be- surprised. I haven't. I th- I swear, like I said, I think I'm immune or whatever. I'm yeah, doing. yeah. Party too hard in too many shady places. You've you've already got that immune system. You've got those antibodies that you built up over over the years. Some of the the viruses I caught in London, (laughs) I thought I was going to die. So as far as I'm concerned, I already fucking had you funny syphilis and your fucking COVID and, yeah. I've mutated to adjust to the news. Brilliant, brilliant. That's great. Terrific, Jess. Wonderful. I will let you get on with your Friday evening. Indeed. It's really good to see you. Really great to see you. Really great to see you. I'm so glad that things are kind of, you know, you you know, the the album is is kind of finished or getting towards finish. You you know, you're gonna be getting that out there. 
Yep. And then, then coming back for tours as well. I can't wait for it. All right, darling. No Perfect, worries. Jess. Well, uh, good wonderful to talk to, to, to you. you. You too. You too. Great to see you. Thanks for listening to the show. And I really hope that you enjoyed it and that you'll tune in for the next episode. In the meantime, it would be really awesome if you could rate and review the show and also share it with any friends who you think might enjoy it.